This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. The Biden family created 20 shell companies while he was vice president, that he received 16 of 17 payments from Romania while he was vice president. The family paid all the way down. Well, if you have all these questions and you have an attorney general who says one thing and IRS um, whistleblowers coming forth saying something else, you want to know who's lying and what's the information. I would think the Biden family would want to know that. When you move to an impeachment inquiry, it empowers Congress. Republicans and Democrats within their subpoena to be able to get the answers they need. Because we have found time and again, we haven't seen anything like this since the Nixon administration using their government to shut down any time we had a question. I would think the Biden family would want to clear their name. This isn't about Hunter Biden. This is about paying to play for the Biden family because the money goes to nine different members through shell companies, much like the informant said. So we will continue to follow the information wherever it takes us and provide it to the American public. The difference here is we don't do it for political purposes. We follow the Constitution. That's exactly what was played out during the Nixon administration in Congress. They voted to have an impeachment inquiry. And I, I raised it on this show not long ago that because the actions of the Biden administration withholding information, that that would rise to the level where we'd need impeachment inquiry to give the strength of the Congress to get the information that we need to give to the American public and follow through on our constitutional authority. All that right, is exactly that what we're doing, and that's exactly what we'll continue to do. When I return to the White House, we will restore peace through strength. That's what we had. We had peace through strength. I'm the only president in many, many decades, like eight decades, like many, many years that didn't have any wars. We got out of wars and we won wars. We beat ISIS. We won wars. But we got out of wars and everybody respected us. You know, we were three years ago. We were very respected. We were very respected. They didn't play games. Nobody played games. It's a horrible thing that crooked Joe Biden has spent nearly $1 billion to house illegal aliens and foreign migrants who are pouring into our country. It's an invasion of our country. We had the safest border in history. Now we have the worst border probably in the world. But to house illegal aliens and foreign migrants at expensive luxury hotels, the best hotels in the country in many cases, while more than 33,000 Americans who have served this nation in uniform are homeless on our streets, okay? On day one, I will sign an executive order to cut off Joe Biden's massive spigot of funding for the shelter and transport of illegal aliens, which our country can't handle. And I will redirect that money to provide shelter and treatment for homeless American veterans. Yep. 
be treated properly. see the stunning contrast between our incredible success and Joe Biden's horrendous failures. And that's one reason why we're leading so big in the polls. That's really the reason I think it's more enthusiasm now than 2016 or 2020, because you've seen how incompetent these people are. It's it's horrible. Okay, uh, it is Tuesday, 8 August, year of our Lord, 2023. That is Kevin McCarthy, as you can tell, trying to talk himself into empowering Congress with the going on offense against the Biden regime. And no, it's not, Kevin, it's not a pay to play. Please stop. It's not a play, pay to play. That's like, you know, Tammany Hall stuff. This is high treason. He sold us out. We got to get him to read Natalie Woods's analysis. He, he sold the country out for cash money, hard cash money. The Biden crime family. That's why you got to start the way we go on offense. And let's start an impeachment inquiry. And guess what? Magically, your subpoena is going to get answered. Things are going to happen. Whistleblowers are going to pop out. Just take a line of action. Commit. Call the play. Run the play. Commit. Commit to the play. It'll all be fine. President Trump right there in uh, New Hampshire. The numbers are blowout. We're going to get into a lot of that with Barris in the next hour, but our own David Zier of Real America's Voice is up there. As soon as we track him down, uh, he's probably out getting exclusive with the president. As soon as we track him down, we're going to get him on. Um, John Jacobowski in Ohio. Sir, I got it, baby. I practice all afternoon. John, here's the question. How are we doing right now? As we come down to the end of this uh, very important uh, vote, the left is melting down. They're saying they got to win this or it's the it's the end of democracy as they know it. Tell us how we're doing. Of course, they are. this is the most important Ohio election of my lifetime. And we have two and a half hours until polls are over. So if you are an Ohio voter and you're listening to the show, make sure you get out to vote if you haven't already. If you know an Ohio voter text them and tell them to vote yes on issue one. The reason the left is melting down, Steve, is because they recognize that the moment we make our state constitution, like our federal constitution behind me, the stronger we are as a state. They have diabolical plans. We talked about it yesterday. Diabolical plans to take this to 11 states in 2024 to see if they can turn out their voters to pass things that are going to abrogate parental rights, expand abortion through nine months of the, of the cycle of the, of the baby's term. These are radical things that they're trying to place in places like Ohio, and they view Ohio as the bellwether state, and they know that if they can win here, they can win anywhere. I wrote a book about Ohio being a bellwether state. I recognize the implications of this, and this is why it's so critical that our voters get out, and we're seeing it, Steve. We are seeing turnout numbers that are very impressive. Uh, We thought we might be in the upper 20s. Now we're looking like the lower 30s. If our voters came out on the day of, we know what happens on the day of in 2020, 2016, 2022. Ohio has been a red state. It's because our people get out and vote uh, just like they're supposed to, just like they recognize um, in line with what the Constitution would state, building the foundation for the future. 
John, I want to go back to this uh, for a second uh, because the left is making this all about abortion. Why is this? Why is this deeper and more important? As important as the life issues are, why is this? This is deeper than that. This is about the Constitution. Tell, tell me why is it, it? It's not just about abortion. Yeah, it certainly is. And if it were only about abortion, that would be enough for the fight that we have. But to your point, Steve, it is much bigger than that. The reason it's bigger than that is because there are certain states, 10 in fact, throughout the country, that have a very low threshold for amending their constitution. A majority of those 10 are red states. One of the things that they want to do, just like they've done in the state of Arizona with special interest dollars that couldn't have been imagined back in the early 1900s when Teddy Roosevelt first enacted some of these citizen-led ballot initiatives to amend constitutions, what he could not have imagined is Swiss billionaires and billionaires from California and New York influencing other states' elections. So states like North Dakota, South Dakota, Oklahoma, Missouri, what they did in Arizona is they don't just change the laws around abortion, parental rights. They also go after the Second Amendment. They go after uh, laws surrounding election integrity. You see them talking about all sorts of initiatives that they view as pet projects, knowing that with $50 million to $100 million, they can go into states and trick voters. It happened in the state of Ohio in 2009. It's why casino owners, billionaires from other states got monopolies in our Constitution because they tricked Ohio voters to the millions that they spent. This time we're saying no mas. It's our turn to make sure that our word gets out, that we prevail, and that we strengthen our Constitution. Nine percent of the of, – normally in some special election like this, 20 percent show up maybe. Nine percent showed up early voting are you telling me today we might have had as much as 22, 23, 24 percent turnout today at the polls? Yeah, we think so. Um, that's based off of kind of initial polling and conversations throughout the state. There are only two counties we can look at uh, online. We can track some of the turnout numbers, and those are in urban counties. But we did have 9 percent out of the gate uh, today when we started early vote and absentee, which, by the way, the last special election we had was less than 9% last August. So in some special elections, it can be as low as single digits. Uh, so we, we believe that regular modeling, looking at 2020 and 2022, usually we see a 4X increase on what happens during early voting and absentee, which means we could see it up in the mid-30s and as high as 36%. And if that happens, based on polling that we have, uh, not just from the R to D ratio, but also talking to voters about what they feel about this issue, we know we'll win. Uh, John, uh, last thing, there was all kind of issues I, I heard about voting machines. Can, can you tell us, give us an update on that? Yeah, in the state of Ohio, there was only one issue that I was aware of. There was a, some malfunction. It was in a very blue county in a very blue precinct. Other than that, I, I believe everything's running smoothly here in Wood County, connected to, to our team here. All I've gotten is smooth reports across the state. One of the things that makes Ohio, Ohio unique is that we have a really strong system of elections. And that system of elections needs to be replicated in other states. We do not allow for ballot harvesting operations, for example. That's one of the reasons why I think you see tremendously high turnout in urban counties and other states like Nevada and Arizona. But in Ohio, you don't see that those same things happening. Not only do we have strong laws against ballot harvesting, but we also have strong laws protecting the voting equipment to ensure that there are checks and balances, that no Internet ports can be tied to those pieces of equipment that there are backup checks and balances even throughout the beginnings of the process when the equipment's inspected to the very end when there's a post-inspection to the final piece is actually looking at the ballots that come out of the register and ensuring that there, that audit confirms uh, what was actually happening on the day of. John, where do people go to follow you as they follow this tonight when they start counting? 
so my Twitter account is John Jakubowski. I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, that's where I'll be tweeting out what I'm hearing and seeing. I've also been promoting every time you've, you've uh, had me on, and I really appreciate that. Uh, Protect Women Ohio, they continue to be the voice for advancing, not just protecting the Constitution, but also when we go to the ballot box in November to defeat the left's amendment, uh, they're going to be engaged in making sure that people are aware of how to be engaged, how to support. The grassroots has been incredible. Pastors stepping out and standing in the gap, speaking to their congregations, volunteers. I've had a couple of hundred here in Northwest Ohio. We're leading the state in voter contacts, amazing conversations throughout the day in the last several weeks. We're really encouraged about what's happening, and you can find me at my Twitter account. I'll continue keeping people updated. updated. John, thank you very much. Fight on. We'll talk to you later tonight. Thank you, Steve. David Zier is in David Zier is in New Hampshire with the president. Uh, David, uh, the polling came out beforehand. It showed uh, DeSantis at nine percent. He's now below, as I've argued this ever since he came out and trashed the president. Said he didn't win in, in 2020 and that Biden's legitimate president. I say he's going to go to single digits. New Hampshire, the Granite State led the way. Give us a sense of what happened today at this uh, at this amazing speech. Well, Trump definitely has the momentum on his side. I think the news of DeSantis changing his campaign manager also uh, will probably propel Trump a little further and maybe another indictment even further than that. My question is in the presidential election, being that almost 40 percent of the voters in New Hampshire are independent, will they swing to Trump uh, because Biden is skipping New Hampshire and Democratic legislators here are maintaining that that's probably a mistake. But this was a very rowdy bunch geared towards the veterans. He had them on their feet. He asked them to stand up who was a veteran. And I say it was about a third of the audience here out of about 2,000 people. A lot of retirees, working class, military pensions here. And these people can't afford $5 a gallon for home heating oil this winter. They can't afford the prices at the pump and inflation, all these factors, and then the double standard with the prosecutions against Trump. So uh, all in all, I would say it was more energetic than most of the rallies I've been to. I've covered about 50 of them. Uh, David, hang on for a second, if you could. We're going to take a short commercial. Zier has been up covering the president today in New Hampshire, and he was right. It was rowdy. I would say probably a combination of veterans and uh, Granite Staters. We got Carrie Lake, Tara Dahl, Dave Walsh. Wow. Strap in. You're in the war room. Because we're taking down the CCP. Spread the word all through Hong Kong. We will fight till they're all gone. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international supercurrency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. 
This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, Zier, this poll today, uh, because this is the first time DeSantis, DeSantis is now in, I think he's in single digits in Ohio and single digits in now New Hampshire. Uh, how's that sitting with the uh, establishment in New Hampshire, brother? Well, I believe the people on the ground don't want DeSantis who are on the Republican side and the general population, but there's party leaders who want him. Chris Sununu, you know, I think he's an anti-Trumper. He said he'd support Trump if he won a few weeks ago, but then goes ahead and calls him a crybaby. And he says he would he's not going to be the nominee in 2024. So I guess the question is, this is a four-term governor. He's pretty popular here, uh, you know, 40% independence in New Hampshire. Um, will it carry any weight? He said he's not running for a fifth term as governor. You know, I sat next to him for an hour at the Red Hour Diner the day of the CNN debate, uh, town hall, and he wouldn't come on Real America's Voice News, but spent an hour with Chris Lick from uh, CNN. So that kind of tells you where he stands, I think. Um, but we, I guess the jury's out on how much of an effect that'll be. But everything counts for DeSantis at this point. How does he make up 40 points? Brother, he's not going to come on Real America's Voice, the home of the war room. We're ripping his face off and his old man's face <laughs> off every day. He's like, come on, David Zier. Hey, we come on, do a quick hit on Real America's Voice. <laughs> you got to understand, yeah, no. Zier's the nicest guy in the world. He can talk anybody in anything. The Sanudos are too smart for that. David, what's your social media? How do people, uh, how do people find you in all your reporting? Uh, I'm at Dave Zier on Twitter, and I'm at David Zier on everything else. And I'm at Breaking Point, Saturdays, 8 a.m. Eastern, on Real America's Voice News. By the way, David, make sure you say hi to your mom. She's one of my favorite people. So give her a big, hi- big hello Absolutely. from the world, yeah, big I'm shout sure out from too. the world. Thank yeah, you, brother. Thank you, and say hi to Carrie. Carrie me. Lake. Will we'll do. Hey, Carrie Lake. David Zier says hi. By the way, can you He's imagine great. there were the, there were folk there were folks out there in the pouring rain to get it. these other guys. DeSantis has got a thing in Iowa with like fifty people show up, right? They can sit two thousand, and for Trump, they're waiting in the rain for how long to get in to see him, ma'am? The pouring down rain. It was hours. The line was growing. You you can't manufacture and fake that. That is real loyalty and love to somebody who has sacrificed everything for this country. And I, I, it really warms my heart to see that people did that. They're willing to stand in the rain. Some of them probably seen President Trump speak before, but we're in really tough times right now. And David talked about it. We can't, you know, the people in New Hampshire are looking at winter coming. We're still in summer, but they're already worried about being able to afford to heat their homes in the winter. Things are getting so bad, and they're watching our government um, move forward pushing a war. And, and, you know, rattling, saber rattling and saying they're going to push for more um, spending in Ukraine. We've got Joe Biden pushing a bunch of climate garbage. And they're saying, wait a minute, we can't even afford groceries. We're worried about heating the home. Our kids are being brainwashed. I mean, people are waking up. Even those independents David talked about in New Hampshire are saying things aren't going in the right direction. And they're looking at these other Republicans who are 
you know, all they're doing is attacking Trump, not talking about policy. You go to their websites, by the way, Steve, all you see is a big red donate button. You go to Trump's website and what you see there is Agenda 47, the most transformative agenda I've ever seen in all of politics. He has an agenda to take this nightmare scenario that the left and Joe Biden have created where they are destroying our country and frankly, the world. And he has an agenda with specific policies to get us back on track. That's what independents want to see. That's what Republicans want to see. And frankly, I think a whole bunch of disaffected, old school Democrats who don't even recognize the Democrat Party anymore want to see those kind of America first policies, because that's what it's all about, strengthening America so all of us do better, no matter what party we affiliate with. You were barnstorming in Ohio over the weekend. It looks like it's been a big uh, game day turnout of that. Give us a sense of where the people in Ohio's heads are because of they turned out today for this special. Well, I mean, we, we, we held an event out in the country in rural part of Ohio on a farm where they were, were growing just the most beautiful crops and a gorgeous corn. The cornfield was right across from me. I felt like very much at home because, of course, I'm from Iowa originally. And, you know, you had to drive quite a ways to get out there. 400 cars showed up. We estimated at least 600 people, um, grandparents, parents, people brought the kiddos out and they listened to 13 politicians. 13 politicians, America first folks who want to turn things around, who want to make sure that Ohio stays ruby red. And by ruby red, I really mean red, white, and blue. They want to put America first. And it was really amazing. Of course, I endorse Bernie Moreno. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about him. I'm looking at the guys running for U.S. Senate there. We have an opportunity to pick up a seat from Sherrod Brown, who is a complete disaster liberal, who is all about Joe Biden and, and worse. And we have an opportunity to pick up a seat and bring it into the America first category. And that's what we need to do. And, and the two other guys running against Bernie Moreno are, you know, never Trumper, rhino types. So we've got a chance to put an America first patriot in that seat. And so I was there barnstorming and doing some campaigning for Bernie. And also I'm talking about this really important issue one, which is basically to keep all of these fat cats out of Ohio and trying to get in there and change their constitution with these voter initiatives where they just barely have to have, you know, 50 percent plus one to completely change the constitution. They pour billions of dollars in and put a bunch of slick ads out and they trick people into voting for some of this stuff that will destroy the state. So I, I heard there was a great turnout. I was very concerned that the machines didn't work today in some of the locations. People were showing up, waiting in line, voting. And it sounds very reminiscent of Maricopa County. They got up there and the machines didn't work and they were told to put their ballots into a drawer or an orange box. We've got to address elections and election reform so that by 2024, we have honest, fair elections that all Americans can have faith in. And that's why I'm still fighting in Arizona. Um, Joe Biden went to Arizona today and he and Katie Hobbs went down to the border and, uh, and, and talked about building a border wall. Did you hear that? Did the news report that today, uh, Kerry? I didn't hear that, actually. I heard that he... He didn't want to talk about the border and he was trying to push a you know climate agenda and and basically give away our mining. You know, Arizona is one of the, the biggest mining states, uh, mining regions in the entire world. And of course, Joe Biden is more interested in, in sending our mining off to other countries, including China. They would rather send and, and make a 
pull mining uh, jobs out of Arizona and destroy a mining industry, which is huge and important and vital, and send it off to China. So, uh, you know, the guy is so out of focus. He doesn't know what the heck he's doing. How could the president... How, how could the president come to Arizona and not go to the border? Tell me how that works with this invasion going on. We're going to have Tara Dahl in a second. She's down in Texas, said, but heading to Arizona. With How, how can that how, – how does that work? I've said it before, Steve. I mean, I, I, I know this sounds like hyperbole, but I really believe he's a partner with the cartels. Nothing else explains. How do you explain? And, and maybe there's somebody out there in the war room who can help me understand this. We had an incredible policy to secure that border under Donald Trump. I covered that border for 27 years as a fair and honest journalist in Arizona. It was never more secure than under Donald J. Trump. He was building that wall, and and he built hundreds of miles of wall. Some people say, no, he didn't. It was replacing old wall. Well, yeah, because in some areas there was a barbed wire fence. He put up a huge 30-foot wall. And we were keeping the cartels at bay, keeping people from coming across the border illegally, keeping the drugs from pouring across. And on day one, within an hour or two of, of taking office, Joe Biden came in there and he pulled back that perfect policy on handling the border. And he invited the world to come over with a wink and a nod, rolled out the red carpet, and millions of people have come in. Children have been sex trafficked across the Arizona border. Fentanyl is pouring in. We're a pipeline for fentanyl, which is poisoning a generation of Americans and weakening our country. And millions of people are pouring across, many of them fighting age men. We don't know who they are. Some of them we do know are terrorists. Some of them are criminals, murderers, rapists, drug dealers, you name it. And we've also lost about 100,000 children that have come across. They don't know where they are. The Biden administration doesn't know where they are. As a mother, I'm horrified to think where those children are. And the only thing that explains this is that Joe Biden wants this to happen. I believe he's, he's kind of a partner with the cartels. He wants this, this illegal industry, which is empowering the cartels and destroying America. He wants that to continue. So in my opinion, he's partnering with the cartels and he doesn't give a damn about America. Uh, Dave Walsh is going to join us in a little while. We got Tara Dahl at the border to talk about this. Dave Walsh is going to talk about the energy aspect of this. One million, uh, I think, acres were put into a, a national monument today and taken out of any possibility, it looks like, except they say they got some access, but it looks like take away the uh, the mining of uranium. And Dave Walsh is going to b- walk through the numbers about what nations you know, of the world actually control. Um, um, yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Do you know how much land, I mean, it's, it's like 40% of the land in Arizona is owned by the federal government. We want our land back. I mean, it's really outrageous. And to come in and take more land and, and they're, when they're pushing this climate agenda, I'm telling you, they, they don't understand where the American people are. They're fed up. I'm out there. I understand the American people more than Joe Biden because Joe Biden hides in his basement. He fumbles around the White House lawn looking for the front door, can't find his way in. He's not talking to the American people. And they've had it up to here, Steve. They are at wit's end. They're watching uh, rundown elections being, uh, being rigged. They're watching a wide open border. Their kids are being poisoned with fentanyl, brainwashed at school. They're watching the federal government come in and take more land from Arizona, pushing a climate agenda, trying to shut us down over um, summer weather. I mean, it's laughable what they're saying about Arizona when they were trying to panic the whole country about hot weather. Uh, Newsflash, 
It gets hot in Arizona in the summer. <laughs> We're used to it down there. I'm here in Iowa it's right now. Death. And I'm here in Iowa. It's beautiful. Say, it's a normal summer. And the people here are fed up with what's going on. And so I think Trump's going to win in the landslide. We just need to get... Okay. I just... I just gotta keep I just gotta keep you through the break because there's a poll out. Emerson poll in Arizona I wanna talk to you about. Tara Dahl, Dave Walsh, Carrie Lake, next. CovidTaxRelief.org got a small retail business almost eighty thousand dollars. CovidTaxRelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand. And CovidTaxRelief.org just got a large distribution business, almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDTaxRelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDTaxRelief.org. Visit COVIDTaxRelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDTaxRelief.org, COVIDTaxRelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee, and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with covidtaxrelief.org. Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, we've got Richard Barris on in the 6 o'clock hour to talk about the polling. But, but Carrie Lake, Emerson, uh, which is no right-wing pollster, came out, I think, today, and I th- believe – President Trump is up over Biden. You talk about a landslide. He's up over Biden by a couple of points in Arizona. You, you, they only did the primary for you, but I think you're at 42 or 43. Your next uh, opponent is 11. A couple of people are in a two or three, four. It's not very committed. This is for the Senate. This be a, this, you, Trump is the general. You would be in the Senate. Your, your, your observations about that Emerson poll in a Senate primary for you. Well, I haven't looked at the crosstabs on that. I, I definitely agree that President Trump is way up. The, all of these lies and the, the, the fake news media saying that people are over Trump in Arizona, it is, it is probably the biggest lie I've ever heard. Arizona is mega country. Make America great again. Make Arizona great again. That's what the people of Arizona believe. They've never been for Joe Biden. I never saw a single Joe Biden sign, really, in the whole time I drove around Arizona. They covered Arizona. And so a lot of a lot of these polls are actually diminishing and shrinking down the numbers. I believe it's even higher than that, to be honest. I think Emerson, you know, probably when they were waiting that poll, weighted it, maybe having to deal with some of the election fraud, too close. I don't even think it'll be that close. I think it's going to be a blowout victory for President Trump. They're not high on Joe Biden in Arizona, especially he shows up today. He's greeted by Grijalva and he's he's greeted by uh, Ruben Gallego, who's a socialist Democrat, really probably more like a communist. 
because that's where the Democrat Party is going, who's going to jump into the Senate race. He's in the Senate race now. I mean, these guys are, are uh, arm in arm with Joe Biden, the guy who's trying to destroy our country. And the people are not for that in Arizona. They're looking at the border. It's wide open. They watch Joe Biden go and try to grab a bunch more land, send our mining outside of our state, destroy, just chip away at every industry in our state of Arizona, the beautiful state of Arizona. And people are scratching their heads going, why is he not talking about the border? We, we had the images come out, I, I think it was in the last couple of days, of armed cartel members, armed cartel members crossing over from Mexico into this country. Can you believe this? Can you imagine President Trump letting this happen for one minute? I can't. We've got. No, I can't believe that. It was, a, it was exclusive on War Room yesterday with our own Tara Dahl, who we're going to go to in a moment. Yes, it's bad. Uh, you're a surrogate really for Trump in Iowa. What's happening. No, they should. It's an invasion. Uh, Carrie, you've got to jump, but I want to, you're in Iowa as a surrogate for President Trump, the Iowa State Fair. I know your beloved Iowa. It's a, a cultural institution. It's on Saturday. President Trump will be there. We'll be covering it wall to wall on Real America's Voice and the War Room. Carrie, how do people find out about where they can see you when you're in Iowa this week? I know you're going to do a couple of uh, events. Where do people go to find out if they want to meet Carrie Lake? That's great. You can follow me on Twitter and all my social media. I'll be putting all the events out there. I'll get my team on that. We just landed um, like an hour ago. You know, the famous line, is this heaven? No, it's Iowa. And it really is a, a beautiful state. The people are incredible. It's, feel the dreams, right? And, and I'm so proud of uh, my fellow Iowans here because they take this caucus, they take this political season very seriously. I can't think of a better state to start things off. And they have a hand in helping choose who the next president will be. And they're looking at the playing field. And I know that, that the incredible people of Iowa are saying, we need somebody who can get in there on day one and do the job. We already know President Trump can. We know he supports the agriculture community, the farmers. He's been so good to the people of Iowa. And frankly, he's been good to uh, America. And I think they're ready to turn this um, train wreck, dumpster fire, called Joe Biden and the criminal Biden family. They're ready to kick them out and get somebody who loves this country back in. So we're going to talk to them about his incredible agenda that he that he's got a plan to turn these things around very quickly and have some fun at the incredible Iowa State Fair. If you have never been to Iowa for the Iowa State Fair, this is a bucket list type thing. You gotta come to Iowa. They take their state fair seriously and we're looking forward to it. It's actually gonna be really fun. Carrie Lake, look forward to tracking you uh, in Iowa this week, man. You need to bring the war room to Iowa, Steve. We're we're planning on it. We're working we got some things in the works. We're, we're come getting on. mobile a mobile a mobile war room. <laughs> War room. They loved you in Ohio, you, by the way. They loved you in Ohio, by the way. I can't Thank wait. I'm sure they're going to be talking about you here. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Carrie. Say hi to all the folks out there in Iowa. And we love the folks in, uh, we love all the Warren Posse in Ohio. Hope you're turning out the polls. Remember, you still got a couple hours to vote on issue one. Let's go to, we have a cold open for Tara Dahl. Can we go ahead and play that? We have Tara Dahl down the border. Operation Burning Edge. So you see the wristband in this little girl right now? That means that they're in debt bondage. That means that they, their mother had to pay the cartel a certain amount of money to bring that child in. And that mother doesn't have that money. So that means they had to pay it off in other ways. All these wristbands right now is the debt bondage that these migrants are having to face when they come over. This isn't human smuggling. This is America's slave trade that is going right now. 
This is a perfect example of how the Biden administration's policies of having an open border are allowing and actually facilitating the cartels making billions of dollars off of these kids and these families, these little kids right now, the cartels are profiting from that. And it's because of the Biden administration's open border policies. Okay, uh, Tara Dahl, this is the whole reason you're down there about this. We call it dead bondage because they have, but it's modern slavery. And let's be blunt. It's modern sex slavery. That's what we're talking about. Tara Dahl. Hi, Steve. It's good to be with you. Yeah, I'm here in McAllen, Texas. And what I'm holding right now are some of the wristbands that we picked up last night from the Honduran families that were crossing over from Miguel Aleman, Mexico, into Roma, Texas. There are about 200 Honduran families with small children that crossed over last night on the rafts. And why is this happening? Well, it's happening because of a direct result of the Biden administration's open border policies. And what happened was at the end of June, Secretary Mayorkas allowed Hondurians to come over to the United States. So this was a direct policy of Secretary Mayorkas. He owns this. And now we're seeing a massive influx of uh, illegal immigrants crossing. Talk to me about this. Talk to me about debt bondage and, and how, what does it mean? How do people get caught in this and then how they pay their how do they pay to the cartels how do they get out of it well can you see these wristbands that i'm holding right now and you can see this small one and some of these when the immigrants come over they break them off and actually one of the ladies last night they came right off the raft and we were standing right there when they came off the smugglers dropped them off on the raft and we were standing right there and one of the women we have footage of it. She looked at me and she was just delirious and she held out her hand to me and she wanted me to get the wristband off of her wrist because when they come over, they rip those wristbands off. But that doesn't mean that they're not still in debt bondage to the cartel members. And what has happened, why it's changed from smuggling into human trafficking is because when they were smuggling, they would just pay a one-time fee. They would pay the cartels to cross the river. So it was a one-time fee. It was like a toll. But now in February 2021, they because of the Biden administration's policies, the cartels changed policies. And now they use these wristbands and they keep these immigrants into debt bondage. And they it's $3,000 for people from Central America to cross. And you, these mothers cannot pay that fee. So what happens is they contact their relatives, they contact the family members here, and it will take them years to pay that off. And a lot of times they can't pay that off with money. So they have to pay it off in other ways. So it was very depressing to see all of these young children last night, but that is what's happening. And it's, Steve, it is a direct result of the Biden administration policies. Secretary Marcus, he owns this problem right now. It's you, you, they talk about this irregular migration. It's not irregular migration. This is a direct result of what they're doing, and it's intentional. Um, you talk about you were there last night. They also don't do any DNA testing anymore, correct? So you really don't know if these family units are actually family units. Walk me through that. No, you don't know. And they, they remove that as well. So it just opens it up now. More people will have the opportunity or incentivized to bring children over that are not their own children. And there was just a report that came out today that Texas DPS, under the Lone Star operation, they've rescued over 900 children from being smuggled since the operation began two years ago. And even last night, you're looking at these children and you're wondering, are they their parents? You don't know. 
And that's another one of the policies that the Biden administration changed. And you can see this small wristband here. See how small it is? It's because it's on a young child and it just slips off of their wrist when they come over. These are all broken off, but the ones on the young children, they're too small, so they just fall off. Uh, Tara, Operation Burning Edge, where do we track you, Jan, the entire team down there, and what's your social media? Uh, social media is Tara underscore doll on Instagram. And you can you can track the Operation Burning Edge on operationburningedge.com. Uh, Tara, great report. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Thank you, Steve. They're out for these night patrols. Right there, you see it. I mean, in our country, and you're, remember, I want everybody to understand you're underwriting this. And today in Politico, this is a huge story, lead story this morning. They lost momentum on, uh, on impeaching Mayorkas, who's the lowest hanging fruit of all. They lost momentum because moderates, I don't know, maybe not. The, there's some people in D.C. I respect that are in the national security, uh, have been in the national security uh, um, area for a long time. And they tell me all the time, Congress should move, McCarthy speaker should move it down to McAllen, Texas. And every day they should meet, they shouldn't meet in Washington, D.C. They should meet there until they shut down the border. This is all can be done, but you can't do it with happy talk. You got to defund what's going on right now. These children, first off, it's an invasion on the southern border. Biden goes to Arizona and he's too busy to go to the southern border and see the invasion that's going on. He's going to go up to the Grand Canyon and put a million acres in a national monument. I have no problem. We have no issue whatsoever with certain areas being designated, particularly for the Native Americans of the certain sacred lands, etc. But that's not what this is about. This is all about their climate change agenda. Dave Walsh, brother, help me out here. Talk, talk to me about what happened today in Arizona, sir. Well, we need to. We want Deb Holland to be assigned to Florida to prevent Florida Power and Light from buying up a million acres of Florida farmland to put solar panels on, which is what the Florida Power and Light plan is for the next 20 years. 1,200 square miles of land in Florida being used for solar farms, which is now arable farmland. So that you know that might be a better cause. This is this is horrible. The United States was in 1981. 99% self-sufficient on the production of yellow cake, uranium for our nuclear reactors commercially, our nuclear navy, our nuclear weapon systems. Progressively over time, and particularly with the uranium one deal with the Soviets, the, the uh, supply has dwindled now to 1% or about only 170,000 pounds of yellow cake are harvested or mined in the U.S. It was in 1981, 44 million pounds, all of it. Still abundantly, and that's not because we ran out, abundantly available in Arizona, Utah, and Montana. We have enough uranium to be totally self-sufficient and for the growth in our nuclear reactor fleet domestically to support clean energy. But here we're importing uh, with no change through this war. 56% of our uranium is still imported from Russia and allied states, Kazakhstan and Uzbekistan. Smaller portions from Canada and Australia and lesser yet from sub-Sahara Africa, but the domestic production here is now about 1%, uh, less than 1%, which is a shame in respect to self-sufficiency, strategic self-sufficiency. Yep. Hang on one second. We're going to take a short break here and come back. Don't bury the lead, brother. Uranium One, that's my girl Hillary. That's Bill and Hillary's deal. 
with the Russians on uranium. Short break. Dave Walsh on the other side. When's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Why? Because most victims of home title theft don't know they're a victim until it's too late. Like this homeowner. Check this out. She was getting ready for a home remodel when everything got shut down. She discovered her property wasn't in her name anymore. She was a victim of a devastating crime called home title theft. A criminal had forged the deed to her home and took over as the new owner. Now she's fighting back to get her home back. This is why I say if you own a home or a property, get home title lock. Your home property and equity are the most valuable assets you have. By the way, there's reported 80 to 90% of your net worth, of average American's net worth, is in their home. And home title lock helps you protect them. Home title lock puts a 24-7 shield around your home's title. Let me repeat. A 24-hour, 7-day-a-week, 365-day shield around your home's title. The instant they detect activity or tampering, they help shut it down fast. First things first, you need to verify you aren't already a victim of home title theft. Find out for free with a sign-up when you use promo code Bannon. That's promo code Bannon at HomeTitleLock.com. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. And when you sign up, your first 30 days of protection are free. Do this today at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Bannon. Protect yourself. Do it today. Take action. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay. Um, tomorrow we're going to talk about some of the economy, about China, how it's affecting the U.S. One thing I can tell you is that it is starting to spin out of control somewhat on their economy. So now they are more dangerous than ever, particularly as they shift from unrestricted warfare to potential kinetic warfare. One thing about the Chinese Communist Party, and this is what is so bad about this uranium situation. Dave Walsh will explain to you in a second that nuclear power is, could be, it should be the centerpiece of our electrification program here in the United States, not the problem and issue we have because we're relying upon solar. Um, Jace Medical... It's come up with a solution. Remember, the Chinese Communist Party has a complete lock on generic drugs, although India makes some. They have a lock. One of the reasons they make all the active pharmaceutical ingredients, API. Jace Medical has come up with a solution for that. Okay? Go to jacemedical.com right now. Take your time. Immerse yourself on what they're talking about. This is the Rosemary Gibson. Hey, the Chinese have the strategic advantage when it comes to generics. Find out how it impacts you and your life. And take action. Go to jacemedical.com today. Dave Walsh, here's what I'm missing. The, we have more uranium. We have more uranium than we need. If we actually mined it thoughtfully, we could export it. And, and instead, you hear all this talk about Ukraine and Russia and the shutting down. We're importing from Russia because of the Clintons, all the nations. Are, I think we just do 6% of our own. Correct me if I'm wrong, brother. Isn't nuclear power... Based upon the uranium, isn't nuclear power the answer here for this electrification problem you're telling me about all the time, which is the central big problem in the United States for power and also for people's electric bills or people's uh, energy bills at home? Well, it, it, it totally is part of the core answer because large nuclear power plants generate can generate thousands of megawatts of electricity 
on a 24-hour-a-day, 97% of the time of the year basis, which is what's needed. And in fact, the administration, through the probably one of the only defendable parts of the IRA, it's actually funding three to four billion of development spending to companies working on developing smaller SMRs, small modular reactors. So we have in the U.S. about 10 different companies taking advantage of this development funding to fund the development of new smaller modular nuclear reactors, which would be fueled with uranium. Now, but the fact is that uranium ought to be domestically sourced for our national security, particularly in that it's used for our weapons fleet and our nuclear navy. So, but, but no, nothing. And the amazing thing is since the beginning of this war effort versus Russia, we have not changed our importation strategy of our uranium from Russia, not one iota in the in the 18 months now of this activity where we're we're on, according to the administration, on a war footing. Uh, Russia supports the importation here of 56 percent of our uranium. This is this is senseless. It, given the national security aspect of wanting to be self-sufficient with respect to a key energy source, and while the administration at the same time is funding the development of new reactor technology, which again would be fueled by the same uranium that we've decided to import 100%, virtually 100% of now, and the majority of that from Russia and allied states. Give me two minutes. I got South Carolina. I got Texas. I got Florida. Three of the reddest, most MAGA states there. Aren't they wrapped up in this problem of the, I call it the de-electrification because of the policies that folks in those states are following? Well, we are. Uh, PJM is a good example. We talked about that last week with the supposed heat of 91 degrees. We had a couple of days where PJM, which is Illinois over to New Jersey, called possible you know, warnings that there might not be enough electricity. PJM is shuttering in the next nine years 40,000 more megawatts of base load power, mainly coal being shut down, 24,000 megawatts for policy reasons. All of the alphabet soup regulations left over from the Obama administration that uh, Texas or, you know, West Virginia AG uh, Morrissey didn't succeed with the Supreme Court with only one of those. Uh, and the balance for economic reasons, again, because EPA's imposed too many restrictions on running coal plants, the 40,000 megawatts of, of capacity being closed in PJM are being dis replaced by a net 25,000 megawatts of solar and wind, leaving 15,000 megawatts less electricity than where we started in 2022, which means we're going to have a 6% shortfall from present net electricity generation in PJM by 2030. We're going backwards because, yeah, we're adding all this solar and wind. The rating plate values look huge, but when you factor down for the fact that on average in, across PJM, those resources work only 5.5 hours a day and intermittently so, we're actually reducing energy inputs into the electrical system by 6% between now and 2030 in PJM which is a region, a lot of the region growth, annual growth of electricity consumption, 7%. In Northern Virginia, for example, part of PJM, where server centers are abundant and growing, you've got a 7% growth projected by Dominion across a lot of Virginia because of the proliferation of server centers before we talk about EV proliferation and home heating going to electrification. So we're creating a massive internalized shortfall of electric power generation by adding these resources that work 18 to 20% of the time. This is a, a horrendous, horrendous issue. 
PGM itself will be 6% short of present capacity by 2030. With all this growth and we in have nuclear power, we have nuclear power as an option, and here we are once again taking off uh, offline a major potential source of uranium. Dave, uh, how do people get to you? I know you're up on uh, Getter. Where do people go to find you? You're putting your charts up all the time and all your information. And the, the administration taking the same position on mining copper and lithium for EV batteries that they propose to want to have more of. It's Dave Walsh, uh, Energy at Getter and True Social. Thank you, Steve. Amazing job. Uh, we're going to drill down more on the Arizona situation tomorrow. Okay, I want everybody to hang around. We're going to get in some polling, break down some numbers. we got Richard Barris is going to join me. Also, uh, Ben Harnwell, we're going to give you some updates on uh, Ukraine, and particularly I want to talk about, we're talking about all these budget fights we're having, the $100 billion, that's the money you sent to Ukraine. And obviously, more information breaking this afternoon that the, uh, that the uh, spring offensive is essentially ground to a halt. One of the reasons is the battlefield commanders have said, we're not doing this anymore. We're killing enough kids right here. The strategy that the U.S. tried to train us up for, we can't do. It's too complicated. So we'll get into all that in detail in the next hour. Make sure you go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Support the armor-piercing shell that is Mike Lindell and the great American manufacturing company. We've got all kinds of specials, including MyPillow 2.0. Also, birchgold.com slash Bannon. You've got to get the pricey totally free on the end of the dollar empire and what's going to happen in Durban. We'll spend a lot of time on that in the next couple of days. Stick around. Short commercial break. Back for the second hour of the evening show. Before. You should choose an air purifier like your life depends on it because it just might. Canadian wildfire smoke has blanketed the United States, reaching as far as our southern states. And with wildfire season in full swing nationwide, toxic smoke is threatening our health. EnviroCleanse is military-grade air purification that's now available for your home. EnviroCleanse is specifically designed to wipe out airborne chemicals and viruses known to cause illness, allergies, and difficulty in breathing. Even toxic gases and particles found in wildfire smoke are no match for EnviroCleanse. That is how... You keep your family healthy. And this is why the Department of Defense chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. And only EnviroCleanse comes with a free professional air quality monitor so you know your family's breathing purified air or you get your money back. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse air purification unit. You'll also receive the free air quality monitor plus fast free shipping. That's $150 saving. Now visit ekpure.com, ekpure.com, code word Steve, ekpure.com, code word Steve, take action, use your agency. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China. And medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. 
Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700 thousand Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart, And those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today, check it out.